Greetings, friends, from crosseyedlife.com. Welcome to the blog, the podcast. If uh, you are brand new, let me do a quick introduction. My name is Andy Addis. I have the privilege of being the pastor at Crosspoint Church. But to be straight up, nobody can sit through more than about half hour, 45 minutes worth of teaching on the weekend. So I need an outlet to pour out some other things. So if that's you and you could use some more content, that's what Crosseyed Life is all about. Every now and then, a different thought, something related to what we've been teaching, or something completely different. Whether you want to sign up for the podcast, so that you get the audios directly downloaded or you want to subscribe to the blog, feel free to do that. Both of those connections are right here within this post. Something new as well, don't forget if you have an iOS device to download the new app. It's absolutely free. I promise Android's coming. They're just a little slower than the iOS people. Um, But either way, stay connected. We're so glad that you're here. Now, On this occasion, I decided to record this podcast because of what's happening in our world. So if you're catching this the day of release, this will make more sense, but but it will tie into whenever uh, you might be able to uh, check this out. You see, on this occasion, August 24th, 2015, we have seen an absolute stock market crash. Now, they knew it was coming because there were some things happening overseas, especially in China. It's been all weekend. They've been talking about it, but markets opened up Monday morning. And boom, 1,100 points down immediately. And people on the news are saying things like crash, scramble, response, disaster, sell-off, be patient, panic, uh, all those words. And the reason that I want to share that with you is 15 feet away from that broadcast happening on my kitchen table, on my kitchen counter, is my front porch. And on my front porch... There is absolutely no difference today than there was yesterday. It's like two completely different worlds. Everything is on its ear. There's absolute mass chaos on my TV, on my front porch. It's the same school kids walking by that did last week. It's the same nice, cool weather that we've had for the last few weeks or last week or so. And and it's like there's two completely different worlds. Well, I think that's a reality. There really are two different worlds. And it's not just because I live in Kansas. I know some of you say, we live in Kansas, nothing gets there for about a decade or so. Well, that's true. But we do watch the news. So the reality is there are some things that are happening on my TV versus my porch that need some explaining. They're a little bit different. Now, I've been doing my Bible study on the porch from Ephesians chapter 2, and I think it helps outline some of the differences. Ephesians chapter 2, the second half, is all about how God did an amazing thing. He took the Jews and the Gentiles who had been at war with one another, theologically, relationally, and he puts them together. It says he takes the two men and makes them one, something brand new. And four times it says he has brought peace, 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 peace. He divided the, he, they took the dividing wall of hostility and got rid of it. He says hostility has gone twice. Peace, peace, peace. Now, how does a God that even though we are who we are, and even though who he is who he is, how does how is there a God who can take these warring factions and bring peace there? Matter of fact, one of the verses speaks to that situation so powerfully. It speaks to this situation today in any situation so powerfully. It's from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14. Just the first few words, here's what it says. For he himself is our peace. For he himself, talking about Jesus, is our our peace. You see, even as believers who believe in Jesus, when we have trouble, whether it's financial or relational, whether it's uh, on the job or in our social life, we want God to respond, and we think peace comes from one of about three options. Here's the first one. God, I'll have peace if you fix it 
First one is we want him to fix it. We don't always know what we want him to do. Sometimes we're very specific about what we want him to do, but we want him to fix it. Second, sometimes we don't ask him to fix it, but we think we'll have peace if he'll help us avoid it. God, can you move me around it? Can you get me out of this? Can you somehow uh, leave that problem right where it is, but move me somewhere else? And then the third option, we think that we'll get peace if we can get him to remove it. Now, I want to stay right here, but God, you take that problem and move it away. Sometimes you take that problem and move him away. And so we think peace comes when he will either fix it, avoid it, or remove it. But what if there's a fourth option? What if there was something that was completely different from all these and it was a better response? What if the fourth way that he could bring us peace is that he would conquer it, that he would just beat it? And that to do that, we might have to stay in it. That problem might continue to exist. We might have to hit it headlong. But if he is with us, he could conquer it. I think that's the meaning of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14. For he himself is our peace. Sometimes we want to manipulate God and tell him how to give us peace. Sometimes we want to use God and say, if you'll just do what I tell you to do, I can get my own peace But the reality is when God does the real miracles, it's when we realize not that he can bring it, not that he can help us avoid it, not that he can remove it, not that he can fix it, but that he is our peace. And so on a day like this, when everything's in chaos, I don't deny the fact that there really is trouble. I don't deny the fact that maybe we should be smart and do X, Y, or Z, but peace is going to come, not because of what he does what he can do, or what he might do, but just the fact that he is, for he himself is our peace. So maybe if you're going a little crazy, no matter what your crisis is, you need to head out to the front porch, spend some time with him, because even in the middle of a nightmare, he is our peace. May you have a blessed day, and thank you so much for taking time to be here at Cross-Eyed Life. Drop me a note if there's a way I can be encouraging. Comment on the post. Be a part of the discussion. Either way, get connected. Download something so that you can have access to this on a regular basis because I'd love to make you part of the Cross-Eyed Life family. Many blessings, and we'll talk to you very soon. 